Iron sharpens iron as a man sharpens his friend's wit. Proverbs 24, 17. Your host, Tony Jackson, collaborated with Christopher Noble, a.k.a. Christopher Steele, in his tell-all interview. Noble tells how from corporate America to the United States government has racism dictating their agendas. Bonded by the truth and his newly found brothers, Noble tells of corruption and deceit at the highest levels. So many of our servicemen come home broken, maimed, and underappreciated by our government. These young men and boys lay their lives on the line to protect our country. They do not get sufficient medical care, live homeless and out on the streets, and develop mental illnesses, PTSD, from the things they see and have to do under the guise of being the world's peacemakers. The three characteristics of humanity should be only the following, honor, being noble, and the truth. Our guest, Christopher Noble, codenamed Christopher Steele, tells us the unedited and raw truth from his own personal journey as a counterintelligence agent. His images are always shown as a white British counterintelligence agent, but in reality, Noble is a black man. We will take a short break, and then the saga begins with Noble's Truth. Hello, Tony. Hello, Chris. Welcome to Hashtag Road Success. Chris is a a guy that I network with. He has some very interesting things that he wants to discuss. And the most important thing about it all is, is the truth. The truth is what, in this time, day, and age, will seem to be lacking, especially in affairs of the United States, the government, and I would even venture to say the world. Chris, what are some of the truths that you think the world should know about? Well, the truth is that um, everything is coming to a light now here in the United States about how um, basically um, people want to create an apartheid government here. Like in South Africa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so, Chris, let's just take it back to all the stuff that started going on. Let's, let's start with Hillary Clinton. This is when I first really came to light when I started being involved with politics, when I really started saying, how can someone get away with having so many emails that was against policy? I know others have done it before her, but how was she able to walk away? Oh, it's quite easily. A lot of a lot of what was going on was fabricated. Let me start at the beginning, how I got wrapped up into it. All right. Now, as you know, the previous pre- president visited back in 2013 with his uh, Miss Universe. And um, in 2014, I visited Moscow, seeing some old colleagues that I worked with and good friends because, um, how can I say, we um, basically, and I heard rumors that there was a 
a movement from America coming here to, to I mean, coming to Moscow. And they wanted to uh, backing from the, you know, from the banks and things such as that, so that they can implement their policy in course of, you know, of taking over whatever. And um, certain friends at Gazprom, uh, that's uh, the, the major energy company in, in Russia. And, you know, they have the tallest building in all of Europe in St. Petersburg, which was to be named after our former president. That's another story. But anyway, um, so when I returned in 2017, after all the, all the colored blue, I found out that America was being betrayed by these people. Who was these people? Uh, prominent uh, politicians and Americans, and ev- including evangelical preachers. I would say, Chris, that we already know that. We already know that the government... Uh, works within itself and that is all based upon corporations and greed and money. Well, I'll tell you one thing. All right. You remember I call him T-Rex. Uh, Rex Tillerson had a $9 trillion deal with uh, Gazprom, right? Right. Real deal? Um, you have to understand they are Russian Jews at the top. And they understood what these people were even more so than what people in America understood that these people were fascists in every sense of the way. And so, how can I say? They had no intention to go, go along with that $9 trillion deal. Okay? Their main intentions was to draw everybody out. I have an interesting question for you, Chris. It struck me as odd, too. But this is where I believe a lot of things started coming to light and people who are educators by. Why would Barack Obama bail out all the banks? Tony, you got to remember one thing. Obama was basically a Wall Street guy. How did you know I was going to ask that, Chris? He was basically a Wall Street guy. And basically, he thought he could, because he, he trusted that these people had evolved, okay, in which they hadn't evolved at all. Because, like, how can I say? Uh, what you're really looking at is a bunch of people that married their first cousins and, and they had children. Okay? Right. Because all and the presidents so, are related except for two of them, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are related to the royal family. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Can we have some examples? Okay. Um, Obama is related to the Irish side of the royal family. Uh, the Bushes are definitely related to the royal family almost directly. 
Okay. And um, the Kennedys, of course, they're related to the royal family through the Irish, Irish dukedoms. Okay, not that I want to skip around, but there's two rumors that float around about the Obamas. And if you're on the inside, then can you give an explanation about Michelle Obama? What is your input on Michelle Obama? I'm sure you know the rumors that's been going around for years. Are those just rumors or is there something more to uh, uh Well if you if you're talking about if you're talking about the uh so called um lesbian or 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 that she's a transvestite or whatever, of course that's put out by uh, people that don't like black people. Well thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Joan Rivers made a bunch of remarks, and mysteriously, uh, she came to her demise. Was that just pretty a coincidence? Or the powers to be, when they get tired of you, as what I've been starting to, uh, to do. Well, you, you, have to, you have to understand the whole thing, like, when I went over to uh, Moscow, I landed there in 2017 on May 1st. Correct? Okay. May 1st. May Day. And I uh, was going over there with an open mind to find out, you know, golden shower or what was, uh, what, uh, per sale they had, uh, these people on. Uh, I saw our former president and, uh, what do you call, uh, the thing that holds stockings up, uh, a garner strap or something like that, you know, to <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, Oh, are I you saw, saying he was cross dressing? I, I, I basically, I basically saw him getting it up the ass from a fifteen-year-old boy. A, a former president. Yeah, and I sent that that images back on the third of May, and as you know, James Comey was fired. Okay, so James Comey was compromised somewhere along the line. He started out to do one thing. To me, it seemed like as somebody's bidding, digging deep. Could also well, you have, well, you have to understand, the FBI uh, Hoover has always been set up to protect the um, the office, okay? At okay. any cost. Just like Hoover told, you know, Kennedy uh, to lay off Marilyn Monroe, right? Right. And, uh, and Hoover ordered the assassination and, of... Uh, Chairman Fred Hampton uh, of the Black Panther Party. Of course. Of course. Yeah, of course, uh, the FBI has death squads and stuff like that. Also, okay. you have to understand, James Comey was part, he ran the office for uh, Boston for, and New York for many years. And, you know, he was involved with Whitey Blucher. So, James Comey Mainly, uh, how can I say, framed a lot of the the mafia guys, okay? Framed? Framed them. Otherwise, he gave false evidence. Why does, they do that a lot in the government, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's how, that's how lawyers are able to uh, dispute those uh, wiretaps and things and recordings and things such as that because... They uh, they know how. Uh, well, you heard you heard you heard Big Bill uh, um, 
uh, I forgot the lawyer for John Gotti when John Gotti got off the first was time. It, was it and Blasio? Yeah, yeah. He said, you know, they splice those those recordings and you know make them sound like different and things such as that. And he was able to prove it. You understand? Except for you know the not, next time he was unable to prove it. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Giuliani took their $150 million that they gave him. Hmm. So uh, I want to back up a second. So Obama, just like anybody else, is always about the money. And it was never no, about the, race it's, or anything. It's always about the money. Money and power are two different things in Explain the West. It. Explain it to me. It's never... You could have a guy living in, okay, maybe we'll, we'll give a good example as a mafia don, right? He could be living in a uh, modest uh, townhouse, right? And he will have more power over things because he wants to keep things you know, he still lives nicely, okay? He wants to stay off the radar. Right. There you go, buddy. We do talk the same language. Let's talk and about Hillary, though. So, Let's go so back to Hillary. I'm just, saying, I'm just saying the Clintons didn't want to stay off the radar. But you have to understand, this whole thing has to do about sex. Has to do about, uh, how can I say, young girls, young boys. Perversions. Yeah, perversions. You're quite right. And if you don't, if you're not a uh, sex trader, rapist, or whatever, young kid, a rapist, or anything, they don't want anything to do with you. You know, let me discuss that for a minute, if you don't mind. No, and, no problem. In my industry, what I was taught at the very beginning, and if I'm wrong, please correct me. If I'm not, then I think we got to we we will have a further conversation about this. I was told they said, Tony, if you discuss things, or you talk about things, or you don't go along with the program. They said how they get rid of you in this industry, they'll put out that you are a child rapist or you committed some kind of sex crime. They said because that's the one thing that that's how they destroy you if you won't play ball with them. And why why they why they why they are the main ones like Weinstein and them. Why they're well, doing it. Right. And, and that's what whole, I was told. They make thing, you you know the whole thing about it is Tony that. Whatever they say that you are, just like they did with Michael Jackson, yes, is what they are. All right. So they and sure Michael, as the world get rid of those know, people I knew, quick. I knew Michael Jackson. I knew people knew Michael Jackson. Let me just put it this way: I knew Michael Jackson so well that Michael Jackson would take that putty off that rim putty, right? Right. And take the activator out of his hair and he will have a regular afro and he will look bright and his voice will become dark deeper that's how i knew michael jackson that's how well i knew michael jackson well you know first thing that i as a journalist i have to do so don't find this don't find this offensive but you should also feel this way how are you privy to so much inside information that most people aren't Okay. See, I have to establish your start, credibility. I'll start, right, I'll, start, I'll start at the history of my family. Okay. The history of my family. 
uh, William Henry Johnson, Sergeant William Henry Johnson, who he was the highest decorated soldier of all World War I, Harlem Hellfighters. And they didn't give the medal to my family, even though my family is an extinguished family where my uncle founded and helped design the polio vaccine. And uh, my mother was the first black woman to graduate from the University of Cincinnati in, in, in Depression time, as well as first black woman to get a PhD from Syracuse University. And she graduated around the same time that uh, Joe Biden graduated from uh, law school. So this what happened. I, as a little kid, my mom was divorcing my father because, you know, like he was suffering, you know, shell shockness where he was stopped walking. And, you know, he's a, uh, how can I say, a Normandy, uh, you know, veteran, very, very light skinned guy. He looked like a white man or Indian, right? And um, he, uh, when he starts, when he talks to his buddies, he starts walking again, but he would drink and he would get violent. And my mom left him, right? Right. And she was thinking about going out with this guy that was a big number runner, right? Marrying him. He had a lot of properties and things such as that. And so he beat up he beat me up one time he gave me a black eye i was like nine years old right right and he and mom came home he started she he started fighting with my mother because you know she was upset with her kid beat up right and i took he they were up at the top of the stairs i pulled the banister out of the the metal banister out of the wall and I hit him in the back of the head and he fell down the steps and stuff like that. And, and I went to the hospital and I told him, uh, next time you touch my mom or me, I'll kill you. As a little boy, I said that to him. And my mother went crazy and stuff like that. And she said, how could you do this? How could you? And, you know, she married the, the first, uh, one of the first black deputy sheriffs up here in upstate New York, one of the counties, right? And also he worked with organized, and he was one of the first black Marines. And also he was uh, worked with organized crime strike force as a detective. And so he suggested to my mother that I go to a boxing gym. And I, at this boxing gym, I met Mr. Hayes and, and uh, Mr. Bell. Mr. Bell was my main coach. He fought Muhammad Ali twice, if you remember, Doug Bell. Yeah. And um, he became, we became good friends. And, and soon mom, you know, she said, I don't know what to do with him. He's violent and stuff like that. I just, I said, I just told my mom, I said, nobody's going to touch me and nobody's going to touch you. And, you know, the men said, that's all right. And they said, well, you know, you did right, boy. <laughs> but you can't use a metal pipe on somebody's head. Yes, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a murder weapon. So, <laughs> so, so they said, we're going to teach you how to beat a man five minutes with your fist. Five minutes short of death. And, I, and you know, I love those guys, you know. And, you know, we will have... Um, 
what's he called? Mike Tyson come up. I was he some time of golden gloves, right? <laughs> when he would cut the model? He would he would come up to the gym from yeah, the model will send him up from up you know, from downstate, from Brooklyn, whatever. And send him up there. And uh, Tommy Hearns and all of them. I never won a fight in that gym, but I never lost one outside. So my father, my new, I call him my father, even though he's my stepfather, right? Okay. He t- went, we went to an installation here in upstate New York. Uh, a place that where in it had all these big screens and they tracked every aircraft, every potential enemy as well as submarine ship aircraft in the world. (laughs) This this was the beginning of uh, the national reconnaissance or whatever, you know, the satellite database, right? But what year was this? Oh, this had to have been 69, 68, something like that. Okay. Anyway, he took okay. me in there, and we started classes down there. Classes in self-defense, classes, and we were called the Blockhouse Kids. Okay. Now, mom, she got her doctorate, and she traveled to University Ife in Nigeria for a, you know, for a semester. And I went with her, right? And we returned. And then George H.W. Bush, who was head of CIA at that time. Okay. That's weird. I was about to bring the Bushes up to you. Yeah. We are in the sink. He, he opened all the schools for me. May it be Ivy League or whatever. Of course, I was doing some work for him. <laughs> but I, I was literally in something of a three-letter agency at twelve years old. Okay, didn't know what I was doing, but I was there. I even went to school with the uh, Saudi prince that's in charge now. That's so, how it came about. So I would say that from your birth that you were predestined to uh meet the people and do the things that you have. So what's his name? George H George Sr. showed me a picture of a World War uh Civil War spy. And he there was only one picture of him. And he was the best civil, best spy for the Civil War, right? Right. And his name was Callaway. And he was a black man. So the Bushes, uh, I, I will always say that they began, um, how can I say, collecting the best of black people to serve in the government at high end. The best of black people? What do you mean by Col- that? Like Colin Powell. Okay. Even, uh, even the Attorney General, uh, well, Eric Holder. Right. And I really believe they collected. 
Now, I don't know that for sure, but he comes off the set. I, I remember a, a young man that played the violin that was from Harvard. That's Barack Obama. I wanted to talk to you about that. So far, everyone says that when they try to backtrack Obama's history, they can't even find where he was even registered in school. Would would that be part of the three-letter word that they made? No, sure no, he had? was registered in school. He was he was there. He was matter of fact, he was on the Harvard uh, the Harvard uh, Law Review. He was. Uh, so would you say people just are spinning bad stories out? Well, you got to remember one thing. You know, he was every like our our former our former president. We've had a lot of them. Which former one? Cooperman and all those guys. You know the the uh, John Bon Allison and all those guys. The Mister Vegas or I call him Mister Money Laundering. You know the guy that just passed away, Allison. All those guys were jealous of one thing that Obama had a bigger thing between his legs than they did and he was smart so so far there's been several times where I have heard but, you allude but to the, the Bushes were never a big major deal Bushes oh. were never like that okay George H.W. Bush was head and also he was ambassador to China, okay? And he understood where the world was going, where just world like world Queen world. Elizabeth. And, 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 and I guess you heard that Philip left all his money to Harry and, and Meghan. But Elizabeth understood where the world was going. And it was becoming a world of more color. And the, and the, okay. and the smart people were what people of color well yeah actually i did an interview with uh his name is young tang he actually sat down and did an interview with um colin powell condoleezza rice and a lot of people at the fortune 500 so you're kind of matching up some stuff that he he and i talked about so i'm following you so far so i guess i guess you heard that uh uh, you have to understand the whole thing about it is a lot of like the Bush family and a lot of the old families like um, of you know presidential families like FDR and, and Eisenhower especially his mother was half black <coughs> they were people of color or they had kinfolk that were people of color and so when my grandfather was a stable stable boy, when he came over here from uh, Jamaica and married into my family, he immediately made sure everybody in the family had education. And he worked at the Sherwood Farms outside Louisville, Kentucky, where he, uh, if you all the way up to 1965, was the black guy, gentleman that was always say, gentlemen, get on your horses. He moved up as the head, what do you call it, the state manager or head butler there? Yes. And he made sure all his kids went to college at, at white universities. And the reason That's they, important. They, and the, they went to white universities is because my mother and uncle couldn't pass the uh, 
brown bag test. My mother wanted to go to Howard University or Spelman. And she was too dark. And also she was uh, of a foreigner's. And the reason why those universities like Howard and Spelman and places like Morehouse and those were set up, they were set up for slave owners' children. Otherwise, you have to be high yellow to get in there. Yeah, my former professor, Young Tang, as I tell you, he came from China. And what he remarked on one of my, what he uh, uh, alluded to in one of my interviews, because he has two PhDs, I said, why did you need two PhDs? He my said, mother has two PhDs too. I'll tell right. you why that. Well, his reason was the PhD he got was from China, but he needed a PhD from America. So he got one from America also. He said it gave him more credibility. What was her reason? Oh, uh, her! Oh, they denied her because you know, even though she did a lot of uh, factual information on Harriet Tubman, uh, they denied her her PhD. And Joe Biden went crazy. I mean, he just cursed them out because Joe he was Biden, a friend. Not you he was Joe a friend Biden of my up. mom. But now you brought Joe Biden up. People have—I don't know if it's true or not—because it's just what the media has put out. And he's got black blood in him, yeah. He uh, back in the seventy, they show where he had a lot of problems with blacks, and like he's done a complete turnaround. He, he, he had a lot of problems with African American. You have to understand, Jesse Jackson and, and people, those blacks that were prominent at that time in the seventies and sixties, they were not even, even, but I have to say, Bernie Sanders said it out loud. What did he say? Bernie Sanders said, you, you are, you really are contracting on what black people can be in this country. Otherwise, they sold the fuck out. Right, because uh, Chairman Fred uh, of the Black Panther Party, because what he has said is that the Black Panther Party is the one who came up with the Rainbow Coalition. And Everything. That it wasn't. We will stop for a short break where we will feature Chairman Fred Hampton Jr. of the Black Panther Party Cubs. He does a cameo appearance in a song called Illinois Stand. One of Chairman Fred Hampton Jr.'s favorite statements is Death by Design. The artist of the upcoming track, Illinois Stand, by Johnny Ray Priester says they not only assassinate us in the streets, they assassinate us in the courtrooms. After the track, we will see what other truths Noble will share with us. Standing, making noise. 
got the noise, then it makes noise. Got the noise, then it makes noise. Got the noise, then it makes noise. I'm never sick on the stop me. Six years in the count, I'm still on my feet. We really make a major move. I mean, the rest of the world, what we made you do. It's time for us to make history. I'm in recording, trying to say it's not a for me. We stand enough for all lives. We won't fail just to take the blind off our eyes. I know y'all hear me in the streets. We're still doing the damn thing. I'm killing me in the CBB, that's me. You better listen, Mr. Top. Dedicated queen, we are woke free at JC. Cause it knows, stand and make some noise. Cause it knows, stand and make some noise. Trying to keep you for my son. Don't be know I'm a family man. The face right made it very clear. Understand. The time me to be free. Need thousand in the streets with these Johnny World War. That's me. The people trying to doubt me. But the word about your body ain't the only Mr. Choppy. Doesn't know it's stand to make some noise. Doesn't know it's stand to make some noise. Doesn't know it's stand to make some noise. One thing about being revolutionary becomes immortalized and inspires generation after generation. So it's our job to make sure we keep that struggle alive. My name is Michelle Marie Priester, the CEO and Vice President of Teletilized Growth and Last Breath Records Incorporated. Also the wife of Mr. Johnny Ray Priester, which is the president of TAG and also Last Breath Records Incorporated. I just want to thank Tony Jackson at the noise and G Music on Las Vegas for believing in me. This moment in history series and to all the stars and people of Florida, fake inclusive real life. This is the movement. It was right with your power to help me feel the weak in that press. I come for all through our bridge. Mobilize on August 7th. Stop this injustice. This is Johnny Ray Priest, the president of Last Breath Records, and president founder of the Citizen Lives Group. Signing off live from the Sandy County Jail. Peace be upon you all. Last Breath Records.
It and wasn't let me tell you, Jesse let me just Jackson. Tell, let me just tell that you they one. Stole thing. that. That that is not. Let, where let me just from. tell. Let me just tell me. Let me just tell you one thing. You remember, you've heard of the Bloods. Of course, the Bloods were a gang, not a gang. They were African American soldiers in the Indochina Wars. Okay, and 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 the Korean Wars. And they came over here, and they weren't going to take it anymore. They weren't going. Otherwise, how can I say? They did a lot of retribution on retaliation. I see this uh, this NFC, NFAC thing coming around. That thing was around long before you were you or I were born. You know, uh, Chairman Fred Hampton Jr.'s mother, her name is uh, Akua Nigeria. When I did an interview with her, she right. said, you guys think this, uh, this, all this crime going on in Chicago, blacks getting killed, started? She said, this was going way back in the 60s. She said, blacks who were in power in the police department were assassinating other blacks. So you're saying that the other oh, ones yeah. that were sellouts, they were part of that same cycle that you're talking about. Right, except my father wasn't that type of sellout, and that's why uh, he he was always, uh, how can I say, a trusted man. Okay, he right. wasn't a sellout. Otherwise, you had actually black people that went around. Okay, I'll give you uh, the city and the county were different people. Right, the county had a very progressive liberal. Uh, sheriff at that time, right? But you have to understand the city of Syracuse. I'm giving away locations now. But the city of Syracuse was the center where Arthur Flinkerheimer was acquitted of tax evasion. And they did a parade for him in the streets. And the city of Syracuse, long-standing police chief here, Sardino, his family actually helped buy, buy the jury off. Just talking back in, back in the 30s, right? Okay. And even when, even when the civil rights came along and stuff like that, he refused to have black police officers, uh, uh, how can I say, rule over black right so the black police officers he got after he was forced into a consent decree with the with the with the federal government with the DOJ right the black police officers he got weren't the crisp you know the ones that coming out of Fort Drum and you know served in, in the military or whatever he got a bunch of fucking people that were Basically, head whippers. Um, otherwise, they were they were uh, overseers in the black neighborhood. And even today, they want a black person that is able to beat up another black person with no problem. All right, that's what the uh, that's what the people who went out and caught the slaves were doing back in slave day. They were going out finding the slaves, and it's just it just as transcendent until these times also. So oh, the yeah. Police, so and the that's, police and that's, things and they're that's doing now, 
just normal. Oh, that's I mean, what, that's it's always what, been that way. I talked to, that's what I talked to when I talked to Dick Gregory, especially after the uh, the death of uh, Garland, Eric Garland. Yes. Dick Gregory t- t- told me straight up. He said, I don't know what you're talking about. You, they can't reform the police. The police were set up, set up to kill black people and keep them in line. Right. That's well, we where that's, that's, that, that so was many their of them family. don't even get charged. A lot of times they just don't even get charged. With, with even what? Video showing it. No, they don't get charged. And with what? But they're scared now because everybody's awakened to what they are. No, I believe it's because everybody has video, cell phones, and they got that, so many different angles. Right. There are a bunch of people, just like like you were saying, that when you hear that they, you know, gun, they found a gun on him or a 22 or something like that, don't believe it. Just like you saw that video of the kid getting killed, that, that Puerto Rican 13-year-old kid on Chicago. Adam Toledo. Adam Toledo. Let's give him yeah. a name. Yeah. You saw him drop something before they shot him, okay? And they say it was a gun. It was not a gun. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. They they throw evidence. Well, let's 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 say that police officer in Charleston that dropped a gun on that man after he shot him in the back. If it wasn't on the video, you wouldn't know what he dropped. How many times have they done that? They do that all the time. Just like, like you know, the reason why my, my father, John, got got thrown out of Cincinnati, Ohio. You know the main reason why he got thrown out of the police force? No. Because he did not go along back in 66 with the gunning down of a black man. He didn't go along with it. And so he had to he had to get the hell out of there. And mom was convenient because she was going up there to Syracuse University to study. And he he joined and and uh, the sheriff up here, Dylan, mainly liked him. And that's why he set up that uh, thing where he was would talk to David Duke on the phone. So, uh. Back and guess and guess what we guess what we guess what happened? What happened? He found out who was the head of the clan in ups in all of New York. And he lived in Auburn near Syracuse here. And he had that old white man come over to our house. Of course there were other white detectives there. And guess what they did? They gave what? him a birthday party. And I was there. And this old white man broke down in tears. And my mother hugged him and said, well, you're here with people that love you. And he said, I have never even heard those three words. I love you ever in my life, nor has anybody ever gave me a birthday party. So let's, go, was... to the, let's go to the bushes now. So, Well, I'm just saying, and guess what he did? He gave a list of all the Klan members in, in New York State. And guess who was on that list heading the Klan section down in Queens? Fred Trump. I was just gearing I was that's why I was going into the presidential situation because I was gearing lead up to the presidents. So we're gonna go with the what uh the bushes. Now, you know, a guy went to prison 
and he found out that he was selling drugs for the CIA the whole time. So, well, the, that's what the whole thing was about. I mean, it wasn't about arms for oil. It was, it was guns. It was guns for drugs. So this corruption, actually, has always been it's, his way. It's, it's, it goes all the way back. Okay. The okay, we're talking about the heroin trade out of Indonesia, right? I'm not okay. Indonesia, but Indochina, right? Okay. Okay. Frank Lucas, of course, uh, you know, they all married white women. Oh, by right. the way, what's his name? Uh, died up here in uh, Cicero, New York, uh, Nikki Barnes, under another name. Right. And of course, he testified of course, against everybody supposedly yeah, 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 let yeah. him but, out. But you have, but you have to understand, you know, he had a, he had a, he had a white wife too, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I died laughing all the time, Tony. Every time I see American gangster with, yeah. uh, you know, they have this Puerto Rican woman with dark hair that uh, Frank Lucas married. That woman had blonde hair, was white as snow. Hmm. You know? So, you know, back to what you were talking about with the bushes and things such as that. This, like, you remember the French connection? Yes. Okay. All that was because the French and the British controlled the what you call the opium fields in Afghanistan and Turkey. Right. Okay. When the Americans went into Indochina, the French controlled the the flow of drugs there. Frank Lucas is telling you the truth. The person that he met was of tall Frenchman who looked like James Bond. They control the source. So basically, uh, when people try to place the blame on any certain president or any certain administration, they all have been part of it from the start. Well, you have to understand, the British intelligence, MI6, and the French intelligence services controlled uh, Libya and all those places. Uh, and basically, that's where that's where the drug flow is coming from, from Turkey and all those places. Biden said he's taking everybody out of Afghanistan. Is, is that just a... Uh, well, well is that just you have speech? to understand the Taliban always worked, even when, even when the Russians left. The Taliban worked for the British, British uh, royals. With the drug trade into Europe, so the United States. Let me just know, put it. Let me just put it this way, Tony. Wherever they take over, the British or whatever, they always put the lessers in charge. What do you okay? mean by that? What do you mean by the lessers? Okay, people that were criminally as well as morally de decrepit people. Okay. Okay? Yes. That's why... The front they, men. They put those people in charge. Okay, just like as you saw in Django Unchanged, uh, a black man was put in charge of, you know, of the state or whatever, or, or, or the, the H, H, as we said, the head nigger in charge. Okay? I'm sorry right. to use that word. But, that's fine. Yeah, it's, it's, we're, it's, we're basi up. We're it's, basi it's basically that's that's the most 
I mean, I, he and and basically he was a morally decrepit person. They felt more safe around that type of person, just like the person who's. I don't who, see uh, the difference. That's 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 why. Okay, that's why Daddy John and I literally hated these type of people, you know, that were running drug trades or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because, first of all, they have to be morally decrepit people to inflict that kind of harm on their own kind. I was just going to say that. So do the soldiers know that they're part of that? You know, I myself, I look upon, let me just put it this way. If my father knew that Nikki was hiding out in Cicero, he would have killed him. Simple as that's how much hatred he had for him every time he went down there and did drug raids in the projects. Because, you know, the cops in New York were all corrupt, so they had to bring the people from upstate to do the drug raids. So uh, Hillary has been uh, accused, allegedly. Well, I actually saw a document. Let me go back a little second. I saw a document where her, the Gates, and Obama's were under indictment for uh, biological weapons being sold to foreign entities. For human no, they're not, and and die and die. But I'll tell you one thing, Bill. It was back Bill, in '97 Bill, when I, I read this '97 document. Bill is court. Bill is into that human trafficking with with the Epstein. You got that right. Bill was part of that, and also Bill was part of the bluegrass uh, drug trade. You know, like they would drop that heroin in in his state and stuff like that. He was part of that. Okay. What keeps him protected? They went after a lot of, or did well, they pick and choose? Well, they look, I mean, look, 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 look what kept Epstein protected. Money? Not money. What did I keep telling you? Power. What he had. Okay. Networking with powerful people. Yeah. In bed together. And they all had this right. sex and come together. There, there you go. There you're hitting it. There you're hitting it on the nail. Okay, it's I'm like the of... Sultan of Benai and and those uh, girl and, and boy harems in in Saudi Arabia in Riyadh. I personally don't believe that Epstein is dead. I personally believe that he is still alive and he has so much dirt. No, no, no. He's he they they snuffed him. Okay, they and didn't you know, snuff him. No, no. Let me just put it this way: Bill Barr, all these guys are Nazis, okay? They're fascists. And Jews went along with the fascists in, in Hitler's time, okay? And what did, what did Hitler do? What did he do? He took everything from them, right? Right. He did not, how can I say, leave any, and these people help Rothstein and Rothschild and all of them help build the Nazi war machine. Okay? They financed it. The Rothschild war machine. 
the Nazi war machine. The Nazi the fascists, war machine. Because they were scared that they had to bend to some type of socialist issues where the people... Okay, I'll give you a good example. Communism comes in and takes over your, your plan, right? Right. But the communists make sure all the workers... So the workers that are the ones who invent the stuff and make the plant work, right? Of course. And so they make sure the workers own the plant or they say they own the plant or whatever, right? Yeah. Okay. A fascist comes in and this was the downfall of Nazi Germany. They come in and just put their relatives in. They take it all from you just like they took Epstein's mansion and all his artwork and everything. They just take Okay? That's what a fascist does. And he does that on the, on the means that he is racially or whatever superior to you. So that's and a white supremacist attitude, correct? Right. So now that we've making it to the white supremacist, Let's talk about Donald Trump. The, oh, the white supremacists in charge? The yes. ultimate white supremacists? Yes. Yeah. So let me just put it this way. All the way back, you had generals like LeMay who didn't tell Kennedy that he put the Hercules nuclear medium-range missiles in Turkey on the border of so that uh, you know Kazakhstan, which was part of Soviet Union, right? And so that's why the Soviets put what the missiles in Cuba, and Kennedy had no idea why they would do that, right? Until LeMay told him about it, and he's a white supremacist. Okay. So why did they try and, so and hard to Trump out of then, office wait, if he was doing what they've listen, been doing? Hear, hear, what, hear what I'm trying to explain to you. MacArthur wanted to drop 50 atomic bombs. He's a white supremacist, too. Okay. And that would open up a hole in the atmosphere during the Korean War. And, the I mean, they don't have to drop any bombs on Washington because the the... With the ozone layer gone, the, the radiation, what do you call it, the radiation from the sun will, will make, make the United States barren. You understand? Isn't that what they did to Japan? They only dropped two. What's his they wanted to drop 50, over 50 atomic bombs? That would destroy the world. No, that would have put a hole in the atmosphere in the sky and the ultraviolet rays will come in and destroy otherwise they would just go around circles okay now what you had Chris? happen in Wyoming huh go ahead Chris yes huh it's kind of strange huh. what you had well, my, happened... my broadcast said they're trying to reconnect that's kind of strange it did that it's never done that before of course it's done that because they get mad about this. Okay. Don't don't worry. What what I'm is, not worried. What is said if you listen to this the, is the truth. Yeah. That's what we're talking is truth today. Yeah, the Chinese ambassador of the UN uh 
said at the outbreak of this virus that hit, hit whale that the American government put it in there, the military. And yeah, there's a lot of rumors that. Uh, that not, I mean, it's not rumors, America but America, America, you got to remember one thing, Tony. You haven't heard the Chinese ambassador say that on the American press. You Media haven't blackout, seen, right? They blacked it out. They blacked it out. So where did COVID-19 and come from, Chris? What's the it, truth? It came from a glacier that broke off and was an ancient prehistoric disease. Okay? And the glacier came down at near Spain, and that's why they call it coronavirus. Okay? The United States had a vaccine against it. But since they went ahead, you know, uh, how can I say, the uh, white supremacists and the white supremacists, Millie, General Millie and those guys, they thought they could uh, disrupt China because China was whipping our ass in the trade, trade war. And so they dropped that into Wyoming using a stealth uh, drone that took off from a carrier. And that's why that U.S. carrier got infected. See, using biological as well as chemical weapons, gas weapons, sometimes things don't go as right. You understand? Because yes, you, can't, you cannot control the wind, you cannot control the moisture in the air and things such as that. So those things come back on. But, you know, make a long story short, China sent their uh, like like if they if Wayum was attacked with a biological weapon or a nuclear weapon, they sent us uh, how can I say a bur- bur- what they call it, a burning zone force, right? In there with twenty two thousand, you know, doctors and soldiers and stuff. And they they found how it got there. They found the you know, way where the virus came. And they found who brought it there. And since they had, you know, how they built, they could build hospitals for 1,200 people in one day almost, right? Correct. Um, they, they broke it down. You know, well, Chinese, you know, Genghis Khan brought the uh, uh, bubonic plague to, to, uh, to Europe and, and Constantinople. You know, right? Because more people die from so, 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 the in the in that war than than yeah, that's all the what I'm together. trying to say. They During always warfare, try to huh? say you have to understand. They always, when you're dealing with white supremacy, they okay. always think think the yellow man and or the black man are inferior. Otherwise, they think they can't figure it out. Okay, so they figured it out and they changed the genome code. Okay. On the disease before, and they sent back Chinese from, especially from Manchuria, that were tall and low, you know, European Mongolians and stuff like that, right? And they came back here and they literally infected the United States. You know what? I heard that now they have. Um, I don't know how these people, these people, they can target exactly what race they want to be affected by. 
the COVID the, virus. Is yeah, that true? These people that came here were called phone bounce. They will find them in their hotel rooms, like near Disney World or somewhere, you know, populated areas up in New York. They find them in their hotel rooms with foam mouths and they'll be dead and they have burned all their scent cards and their credit cards. But can and they so- target a certain race with, with, with the COVID? This is where I'm being led to believe they can target a certain 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 DNA now to infect with, with COVID. Of course, and, and and you have to understand, Tony, we did have a vaccine here. But you said did it was it wasn't the vaccine of the disease that they brought back here. They right. attacked us with, and guess where they came from? <laughs> Instead of coming from from uh, from the east, you know, from 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 uh, you know from from the far east, they came through Europe because they looked like white people. I think domestic terrorism are, is doing it and right inside of our own country. That's my opinion. What? Domestic terrorism is responsible for those uh, particle beam raves that have been detected in Washington. You see, domestic terrorism, uh, how can I say? The military and domestic terrorists, especially white supremacy, are no fucking different, Tony. Always remember that. They've been in bed with one another for years. Okay? They're no different. Always remember that. And Mealy is just as guilty about, you know, when he claimed, said, I had no idea that Lafayette Park was cleared out like that. He, he, he did, he was behind that. You understand? We're talking about white supremacy. White supremacy seemed to be a dominating factor throughout history. According to and, what you're saying. Yeah, but you have to understand their day is coming because they can't control things anymore. They, how can I say? They, how can I say? They're, they're literally petered out. And let's face it, the Jews, Jews in this country and the blacks in this country that went along with them are not viable anymore. Okay? So where's all these different strains of uh, the uh, coronavirus coming from now? Now there's so many more different strains. They're cl- oh, well, they, everything mutates, Tony. Even, is, even the, the flu yeah, mutates. But is it mutating? But, 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 or are but they you, making something you have stronger? To, you, have, you have to understand. Deadlier. The, the, uh, how can I say, the biological more war is over now. Because the, the the white supremacist in chief is gone. There's usually always somebody who takes another person's place. Who yeah, is... yeah, but you understand that person that took took his place, <laughs> it, he doesn't want him to leave. He doesn't want to let it go. And also the people that understand that that it's all it's all over with. That's why George W. Bush is coming out and that's why Mick Romney and them are coming out and just saying hey it's another day it's over now really we can't we cannot we cannot go to continue no we cannot continue to have all that fracking where you have 900 uh uh earthquakes a year and where what uh, up from 9 
you know, Oklahoma territory. All that stuff has come to a head. The, like, like nobody's using that stuff anymore. When, when China goes totally clean, they're going to go totally clean. And their population is going to be healthier, smarter, and more, more efficient in everything. You understand what I'm saying? India, too. Now, what happened in India is basically Modi is, was, is a big fucking sellout. And so Russia, <laughs> I just, you know, I really, you know, I really just can't get over how these people were ready to leave with their billions of dollars. Did you know that Pence was scheduled to go to Hungary and Poland and eventually down to uh, where, where Cheney hides out in, in uh, Dubai? No. You know, that's where all Halliburton moved to is Dubai. That's the undisclosed territory where where Cheney lives now. So, uh, what's going on with Donald Trump? I mean, he's trying to rerun for office, and they're saying that they feel figured that he's a shoe in for the Republican vote. Yeah, because that? because you have to understand the Republican Party, the people that are at the top there are all are, white supremacists. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the whites. They are scared of what they're. You have to understand. They the only reason they got where they are is because they got more credit line than black people, okay. And the only reason that they got there is because they mainly copy other black people's inventions. Yes, I've been reading a lot about that. Okay. Yeah, because this is my major or Chinese or whatever. Be, Besides broadcast like journalism, and they show where these black women had came up the adventures, and of course the white people took them over and said that they were there. They were their own. Look, the forerunner of Amazon, is, uh, the Sears Roebuck catalog, right? You can order almost anything from Sears Roebucks, right? And right. a barn or whatever, uh, and they would send it, ship it out on the railroad tracks back in the uh, 19th century, right? Right. Um, Robux was a black, black man. Really? Yeah. And you know he where he lived? He lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And they dropped a bomb from an aircraft on his house and blew his mansion up. Wow. They play dirty, don't they? Otherwise, they play deadly. There, there was a what do you think this whole thing? What happened to uh, Rose R- Roseland or whatever that town in in uh, northern Florida near Gainesville? I mean, it was an agricultural place, you know. It was an agricultural me- mecca for black people, and they killed them. What about Move 9 out there in Philadelphia? Are you familiar with that? All, with a... that's, all that stuff was designed to kill any type of what? Economics resurgence of black people. 
Well, you know, actually, uh, I've met Pam Africa uh, at a Chairman Fred Hampton Jr. Uh, event a couple of years ago, and I met her. But you got to remember, and- Move Move Nine. Also, you have to remember, Move Nine was against the crack. They were also against uh, social media too. They were against the crack. They were right. Okay, the crack was their way of dropping the atomic bomb on the black community. Wow, you know, I've and heard that's that and that's why, huh. and that's why many of the light skinned or, or blacks perished. Only the blacks that were from Jamaica or the other island states and stuff like that did not mess with that type of stuff. But they were willing to destroy their own because it affected all colors. The crack did. It didn't just affect blacks. You of know, course. Like they were that look, smart. Look, they look, realized that it was going to be you have a fallout from it. Always it's an addictive drug one thing. made to destroy. You, yeah, you have to always remember one thing. About acceptable losses, <laughs> they want what money, and also you also have to remember one thing that they're willing to devastate even their own children. Wow, family wanted to or Sorry? They what? Can COVID end any time man wants it to? Or is it out of control? They can't control No, COVID's going to end very soon because nobody's throwing biological weapons at each other. Explain that. We were at war. What I we always at you, war, Chris. We no, always no, at we war. Were at, we were at a biological weapon war. Like, they believed that China couldn't retaliate. But China retaliated. Who would believe that? Nobody would believe uh, that China could retaliate. A white supremacist would believe that. You have to understand. They look. Who would believe that somebody wanted to use fifty atomic bombs on on uh, on China's troops in in Korea, right? right? With not thinking that the Russians will fire their H bombs at them. Who would believe that? Who would believe that uh, they had the atomic bomb in Israel as well as South Africa? Well, they they built it and and tested it near Antarctica, right? So is that why all those glaciers they, are they, breaking apart they mysteriously because they, they don't know the main the main reason you know I met Nelson Mandela before he was uh, released. Did you really? Yeah, and also he was uh, interrogated. Uh, by those same men that saved his life and they saved the they came to the conclusion let me let me just explain to you how this went right i'll tell Clarification you the case needed when they brought him out of jail and took him to this estate they thought they would be able to control him Nelson Mandela will hear these white men talking about, well, what happens if, you know, my children, how, what kind of country, what happens if the, the blacks start fighting each other? What happens to this? What happens to that? Like other African countries, you know? 
And Nelson Mandela finally opened his eyes. And he said to these white men who was, one was head of the intelligence of South Africa and head of intelligence for our, one of our three letter agencies of all Africa, right? And he said to him, you know what? All you guys do is just talk about disaster, negative. You never talk about anything constructive. You always talk about destructive. You have more fear of anything of a man that fears his own shadow. And he said, why don't you go home and this one guy said, well, I, I, I'm fearful for my kids and stuff like that. I, I, I got family. This guy, head of the intelligence network, right? And he told him, well, go home and see your family. You've been with, you've been with me more, more than, than, your, than your family or friends. Go home this weekend and come back. And when they came back, this guy, head of the intelligence for the SDF, right? South FAS. He was crying. And this white man said, I came back. My children did not even hardly recognize me. And my, I couldn't even make love to my wife. And you know what he's, Nelson Mandela said to him? What? That this is the, where your mind is, it's, it's been taken over by evil. And when you have evil in your heart, you cannot possibly make love. Hmm. That's why Chavez, what was his name? Many of these women, especially the one who killed uh, George Floyd, and which he killed George Floyd, they worked the same uh, nightclub together or strip strip right. joint. Yeah, I read. And that. the and the girls loved George because he was endowed, and 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 uh, Derek, he was not endowed, so that was made. But Derek Chauvin, he took his regression out on black people because of his ineptness. And when he came back after killing Floyd, he beat, he would beat his wife. Yes, he divorced him the first day. Yeah. He filed for divorce. He's he's full of evil. Evil does not just turn off when you come through the front door. You understand? Yes. Now, there was this general named Sekel, and he just got released a few years ago. He refused to give up. And he had the, he was in command of the commandos in South African Defense Force commandos units. And he had them dress up as blackface and start, you know, tribal wars between the Zulus and Kotos. Do you understand? Yes. Now, Nelson, Nelson Mandela knew about this and he he's told to Kirk, why are you letting this happen? They're not telling you what's going on. He said, they're doing this. And an old woman, matter of fact, when Nelson Mandela came to one of those massacres, right, 
he an old woman gave him a, a, a he said Medea that's what they called him you know the savior uh, please we need guns and things such as that that's the main reason why Nelson Mandela quit along with his wife Winnie Mandela because he said this is this violence is only going to lead to the end and how can I say ANC up in Nigeria you know Nigeria has nuclear power plants so Nigeria enriched uranium with the Russian help of the Russians and they were ready to fly a nuclear bomb down there. Really? Blow South Africa up if they started slaughtering black people. Well, um, and what, hear me out. So Mandela said to De Kurt, I have to go on a, a television broadcast of all, all of Africa. And De Kurt said, well, what about the television broadcast here just in the South? He said, that's not going to work. He said, we got forces coming from Libya with Gaddafi and Nigeria. I have to broadcast throughout all of Africa, the whole continent. And so the only broadcasting apparatus that was able to do that was RIA. That's the Italian broadcasting network, right? Throughout from Nairobi. So he went and went on television. And all these guys who were top people in South Africa, and you know, these white guys were watching his television cast. And he said, we must be disciplined. He said, one woman came to me and she gave me a note saying that they we need guns and stuff to fight the white apartheid government. And he put that note down and he said, you know what? There's nobody out there that this government has been abusive more than to me. They put me, they took away my my freedom for 27 years. They killed, they, they ruined my marriage with my wife. They killed my son. This is what the government has done to me. And, and I have more right than any of you out there to hate these people. But these people are, can't be hated because these people, do, do, they don't even know what is driving their hate. And he said, what we're going to do, we're the discipline organization of all of which we represent of all Africa. And we're going to go to the ballot box and we're going to make our voice heard there. And they will accept that because they will understand that millions of us are disciplined people and they cannot they cannot rule us with fear anymore. And well, so let me he say, said, he said on, wait, wait, gonna... let me finish it. Okay. And what he said, he said it in Africana. That's like a Dutch uh, you know well it's almost like German, Dutch, Dutch, right? And I saw these Africans, these white Africans, 
say that can you follow a man like this? And this one head of intelligence said, I've been waiting to follow a man that would make me a, a loving husband and a better father. And they all got up and guess where they went? Where? They went to the, the compound, uh, the control compound or whatever, the headquarters of Seco, of the commandos. And they surrounded it with tanks. And they said, we can't have this anymore. It's over. This is he where said, I'm trying to touch on with you about he that. Said, he said, if, if we attack the blacks, the, the Nigerians will drop atomic bombs on us. And this is what will... I'm trying to approach you about, Chris. Right. I have friends in Nigeria that I've met, and they have called me within the last year. I'll say fans, not friends, but a couple of them have been consistent. And I, I did uh inbox messenger where we could see each other. So I know right. it wasn't a game. They were saying, please help me. Please help me. They're trying to kill us. They're trying to kill us. They were told that they had to stay in the house. If they came outside the house under the guise of the uh, stop the COVID, was what the reason they were told, that they would kill them. They said they were mowing people down in the streets and killing them. These people were scared. Asked me, please help me get to America. Please help me get to America. They're trying to kill me. I'm afraid I'm not going to see you tomorrow. I saw their eyes. They were scared. What is so scary? It was Nigeria and Lagos. Lagos is some of the calls I got. The Nigerians, the Nigerians are, are basically Nigerian uh, people, okay? It's part of the Dutch uh, oil, you understand. And the Nigerians were the main mercenaries that were in the uh, Diamond Wars. Okay, and they had South African people that you know, former soldiers and apartheid government helped them. Okay, so they they have some brutal people out there, okay. but now Ni Nigerian they 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 how can I say they're becoming obsolete? These well, you know, well, you know, Charles Taylor's in this now would be a perfect time to take a break before Chris Noble tells us not only the truth, but the gory details of being in Africa. As Noble said, those brutal forces are now obsolete. So sit back and enjoy this track from Toy T. Yugami from Lagos called Success and Motivation. Everything is tough. Now it's time to shake your Thanks to my mommy, baby, for the success. It's not easy, it's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy, it's not easy. If it is easy, cause we see everything is turning. You the see when I buy me my energy. 
Avolis comme musique fantasy Si Charles Taylor and he I met him at a dinner one time right right and he had literally had somebody come out with a you know a, a saucer cover you know with a, a silver platter you know and it was a cover on top of it like right. you know, like a cake cover right right and literally he pulled it off and said this is our feast. He was talking about a head of a man. And he thought that was funny as shit. I knew that man was sick as hell. But you understand, I had to go for it, through it, because I wanted to negotiate some type of ceasefire in this madness, right? But you understand, 
this was the Nigerian connection of the mercenary force that guard the diamond mines and things such as that. Okay. But when they surrounded Sequel's compound, what's named Sequel, he finally gave up because he told them they were they were gonna blow it up, right? And Sequel never went to the truth and reconciliation. All he had to do is tell the people the truth of what he did. Each each side in the conflict had blood on their hands, right? But each side had to come to some type of, you know, ability to live with one another. And you have to have the truth why you did these things, right? Because you did these things because you thought you were being a good soldier and a patriot. You did these things and you thought you were uh, trying to free your people, right? Right. War, you have to for you have to have reconciliation on e truth and reconciliation. What do you mean by and that? No, I want a clarification. What do you mean in you, war you have to have truth or reconciliation? To end a war. Nobody wants to end war. You have to have war is truth. profitable. That's yeah. why people do I'm war. I'm just I'm yeah, but you understand. If you really want to end a war in your country, you have to have truth and reconciliation. And you have to forgive people uh. and let them go about their business. That's the only way South Africa survived. That is the only way that China survived. Okay. That is the only way Vietnam but I haven't looked at. Okay. And that is the only way that uh, the Khmer Rouge didn't want to do that, but Vietnam and, and Laos came down there and forced them to do it. And they deposed their government. I still want to talk about Donald Trump because this seems to be a big major issue. Trump came in and came about with the prison reform, which got a lot of people that had been unjustly given a lot of time out. He's the only president that said he would do it that did All the other President Kluge Obama never actually went through with it. So he's a white supremacist. Yeah, but they wouldn't that. let Obama go through with it. The only reason they let Trump go through with it is right. because they wanted, to lead, they wanted to legalize marijuana. And you had your, all your best marijuana dealers and stuff in jail. So you have to understand it's double standard. And also the jails were getting so full in this country that there was going to be an uprising. Yeah, but the problem people are having, they're saying that all the contracts were given to only the whites. That the blacks didn't profit off of uh, the marijuana being made legal. and having, Of course uh, not. Because the blacks were not what? Qualified to no, run corporations? No. Or not connected? Or they, were not, they were not like them. Otherwise, look at look at Gates's uh, marijuana friend down in Florida, Matt Gates. You know the guy who's the doctor, who's the hand doctor, the Italian guy, and he's right. uh, he owns all those uh, CBM or whatever you call the marijuana shops in Florida. <laughs> well, Rick Ross, look, look, Rick, look, what, look, look, he has a I lot mean, of interest they, and been hired by a lot of those. Dispensary down in Florida and places. They did yeah, use but, him. 
Yeah, but, but he did all I the mean, time behind Bush I mean, look, and look, CIA. Look, 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 like, look at the gates and look at him. What did they do? They would go to Bermuda near Wahoo's Island, Jeffrey Epstein's Island. They would fly there with their teenage girls or boys. You know, you know they won't let that come out. But you understand. But that's what the whole thing's about, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lindsey. Poor Lindsey Graham. He just ain't met the right boy. So was this mass shutdown of our country for the COVID, was it necessary? Yeah, because because we were under attack, buddy. We were under attack. Why do you think think the Chinese We're still under attack. Why do you think the Chinese consulate was burning all those documents down there in Texas? Why? Because they were coordinating the uh, the phone miles to infect these people in the United States. So why did the grid go down mysteriously down there after uh, Biden got in and sold it to them? What was there a message that they were sending, or did we owe them money and they, he had to give them that grid, or what? No, that grid went down because you had uh, Jerry Jones and all those guys. You know, white supremacists again. One thought they can bring types type of suffering to the to the Texas people because they don't. You have to understand their mentality is that we control it, so we will deny it to the people. But China is one who bought the grid, correct? Not all of it. Why did Biden now, tell now the Chinese that now Biden the got Chinese office, have bought it? Yeah, what's Biden got because office you know within why? a few four weeks? The that Chinese. was a pretty orchestrated plan. He sold it to them quickly. They already had that in works. Yeah, and that was that was you understand. Usually they bounce it's stuff not, around before they do it. That was like done covertly, but out in the open. Simon, well, but what what am I saying to you? It has to be some type of peace officing to, to end the war. Right? Okay. Thank you. You brought it together. That's what I was trying to do. That's why I brought that up. It wasn't inadvertently. I was trying to say, hey, all oh, this is making a picture. And this is what the truth is. The real truth. And always leads back to money and power. Not The money comes automatically, but power is what they... Let me just put it this way. We got a lot of billionaires in this country, right? Yes, we do. And but majority, I would say over 50, maybe 70% are are paper billionaires. Okay? Otherwise, they don't have any value as land or anything such as that or some, you know, some type of hard like factories and currency. You understand? Solid, you know. Right. There's nothing to liquidate. Yeah, nothing. They're not liquid people. They're just, how can I say, they talk about the Bitcoin, but Wall Street has created so many paper billionaires. Right. And Illuminati runs the government, correct? Illuminati is an organization that was sent by the Rothschilds? No. The Illuminati was to enlighten people because they wanted to educate people and the ruling classes of the of whatever you know may it be monarchy or or uh like in russia the 
of what what do we call the central committee, right? They 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 always in entail don't want education. They don't want the populace to be educated. That is one thing I see that the reason why we only have 28% of our population in America with the finest universities, the finest RD sections in, in the world are here in the United States. Excuse me for a minute, but now that you brought that up, this is a point that I try to explain to people, but nobody can hear me, but I know you're going to hear me. That shutdown shut down schools and kids were at home with their parents. All kids aren't lucky enough to have a parent like me that has some kind of education. So hence, they didn't care if their kids logged in or not to be educated. But, 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 they but, dumbed but you, down but our generations. To... My kids are juniors they in dumb, high school. They... they haven't even written a paper yet. They don't know how to cite a source. They don't know what APA, MLA, Nothing. they don't have a clue. They dumbed us down. We are Nothing. ready for the 17th in a, in, a, in a world, according to their numbers of, for education, now my kids don't have any social skills. They don't know they don't have any, but I know because I went to university. They don't have any ability to know how to read. They go by what anybody tells them. They don't even know to look up their own information and compare it with 20 other different sources. They don't know the difference between .org and .gov and Wikipedia. Wikipedia is good enough for them. They dumbed us down. So when you dumb down, that people can control you, and purposely, purposely. I know. And you know, let's let let's 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 also put this way: many of the people that have like bachelor's and associate's degrees, they go to jobs that are repetitious, right? Right. Same thing they do in and out. And guess, they come home, and they watch fucking tough television. Or they just read a what do you headline. Mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Tough television. Clarify. Otherwise, they they get they don't they listen. You get your you you read you read off the internet. You read other other countries. You read. I talk other, to you. Yeah, and well, not, not just, compared you, to what you I talk, read. You talk. You talk to a guy that has been a, been around the world. Okay, you're not the only guy I've talked to, Chris. Yeah, but but, I'm but saying, I compare what you, you say you, to what yeah, another you, guy you, said. Yeah, but you what I read all the same you have, simultaneously. You have, and I you come have, up with the conclusion. You have most likely than not, Chris knows what he's talking about. I researched you, you too in my own different ways. Yeah. I researched different things you said to get. To I have, before I will put somebody's name out, they have to prove to me they're credible. When yeah. I talk to a friend of ours. He's like, well, no, you can take my word for it. I said, no. I said, I am a true journalist. I no. have to make sure that I'm not putting and, a crackpot and what, and on what with did, conspiracy hey, theories. Hey, Tony. Yes. Tony. Yes. What did, I, what did I tell you? Where did I tell you to look up things? I said, if you want to look up things, go to such and such. What, what right. happened in Beijing right. with, with uh, that general? Right. Go at what I had to do to stop a war. You understand what I'm just saying. Right. There's little crumbs there that are there, and I just filled in what happened. Right. So that's what I mean. So so I'm just saying. They dumbed our generations down in this last, they've been dumbing us down. where Where they don't even question or look things up. Right. That's how they dumb. 
They have no curiosity. It's just like, All right. you have to understand, it is purposely done where Americans cannot go to even Canada and Mexico without a passport. Okay, talk to me about okay, that. It's purposely done that way. I remember it came up to George W. Bush wanted to um, have a secretary of, of, of tourism like many other countries have and take the passports and stuff like that out of the, out of the State Department, right? And form, you know, you know, you know, to sponsor tourism to other parts of the world. Hell no, Mitch McConnell said, hell no, you can't do that. We just have our people going three states and that's it. We don't want them even go over to California and learn nothing. So, yeah, I understand, but then that means we can't defend ourselves. That's that's right. And 95% of Americans don't have passports. They can't go. They don't know. They don't know. Well, they go. Now they're trying to disarm us. Slickly. I tell people to slippery slope. Once they take one right from you, they're going to take another one. Next, you know, it's going to be a way of life. all, All those things are slippery slopes. Always of course. remember. I just want All to put that thing out there. Because they they created they created this this havoc with the with arms and stuff like that. You know okay. all the governments they are meeting created... together to take on the COVID virus. They're meeting together to try to come up with this world's problem. That kind of leading to the one world, one government theory. It always has been that way, Ted. Explain it to me. I yeah, want to hear it. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'll Room walk K you through this. In the, in, the, in the basement of the White House is where all the people around the world come. I, I was there when Prince Charles came. Okay. And they make up what's going to happen in America what kind of government, how far America is going to go and developing or whatever. You can't just say that. you got to give us a little bit more for me to accept that or anybody else to accept it too. How do they make that standard? Because let's, let's face it, Tony. We're facing it. We are people that are owned by other people. Yeah, we're owned and, by China. And, and also, Tony, the peop- the knowledge the inventions we can't invent anything because we are dumb founded just like one my a friend of mine i know a professor at mit right he just retired and he said there hasn't been a phd american american mind you now there have been kids that come from with their families to America and they became American citizens, but no Americans have gotten a PhD at MIT for over a decade. And that's your technological center of the country. So that's a plan. So what, what that's that's an algorithm. They planned that and they made it that way. Even even the whites can't, can't they they can't imagine anything. Okay, I was talking to a, a young lady in Orlando at a church right, well years ago. 
this young black lady, her father's a African. He's he's a, a a major surgeon there in Orlando, right? And this young lady was telling me everything back then that the what the perseverance or this 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 uh, probe that they sent to Mars. Everything like making fuel, making oxygen from the from the ionized whatever the soil of Mars, right? Right. She was telling me that the answer for global warming or climate change is in the development of terror terraforming Mars. And she told me this, Tony. You understand? I never, and now I see that they found a way to make fuel as well as oxygen on Mars. And they got a helicopter flying on it. This is something interesting that I want to bring up. I mean, this 16 year old black girl knew. Now, this is what the future of our country and our space. We are now going to take a short commercial break, then continue our quest for the truth with Christopher Noble, codename Christopher Steele. We'll be right back. Also, Tony, Tony, their consent where they are, where they're at. You understand, most of most of the black people that were like W. E. Du Bois. Uh, black people like uh, uh, what's his name, Marcus Marcus Garvey, people like that. Right. They all came from outside of America. Even my grandfather. There's a statement uh, Marcus no, Garvey no, made. No, I like that. I was telling you about. He was going to have his kids trained educationally at the top. Right. Right. I mean. How can I say? You have black people even saying now that they can get along without a college education. It's incredible. But they they are been made to accept things. Let me just take like she, make, make make a long story. Being led. Let me just make a long to story. Slaughter. Yeah, let me let me let me just take make a long story short. And you know this as well as I do. If it wasn't for Russia, I would be a dumb ass and I would probably be dead by now. Explain it to me. Let's go in depth with that. Okay. Okay. Russia, I everybody thinks of Russians as nothing but white people. They're not white people. The largest population of Jews outside of Israel is in Russia. The largest mosque, and also when Kazakhstan was part of Soviet Union, Russia, the largest Muslim population was in Europe was in Russia, as well as the largest mosque is still there. I would say Russia was founded by black people. 
the black person named Pushkin, Alexander Pushkin, who wrote the Nutcracker play and Tchaikovsky put the music to it, he also designed the Russian language that unified all of Russia. And he was a black man. And his grandfather was Gabadee, like Hannibal in Russian. And he was the main general for Peter the Great, who conquered all of Russia and was parts of Europe. So, so how do white supremacists get so much power if black people are so intelligent? Of, of lies. Now, white supremacy does not exist in Russia. That's why uh, what's named uh, Rolling Hayes and, and uh, well, I forgot the other singer and things such as that. That's why many of them went, went to Russia, right? Right. And uh, that's why many of the Africans that are in technology they go to the University of Moscow. Okay. And why, is Putin, why is Putin name so relevant now? Why is Putin just all the map? Who is Putin really? He's, if you look at him, he's, look, he's looking like a Chinese guy every day. If you darken his hair, he looks like a Chinese. I mean, his eyes and everything. Well, I know, a white China, Cal- I know China put a lot of their troops over there in, uh, in Africa when all this COVID first came to ha- that China is Africa's friend. And okay. also, they, also, you have to also remember, China has invested a lot in Africa, and China also is ready to uh, forgive the debt that the, China, the Africans have used to build up their countries. And that makes the West upset that they don't have the debt to control Africa anymore. So back to Putin. Why is Putin name so relevant? Why... Why is this whole election Putin name is always at the forefront with the whole Trump, Putin emails? Well, as Hillary. I said, as I said again, what did I tell you? And the whole thing about it is, they bought themselves through the NRA with this Russian intelligence woman, this redhead, mainly. They bought themselves all the politicians that they wanted. They bought themselves an election. Why you think Ma- Why you think Mitch McConnell is called Mitch Moscow Mitch? Because he's bought. By them. And what about, what about Trump? To, was huh? Trump bought? Why? Oh, why Trump, was the Trump, world? Trump, why I mean, all, all their money this? from Duchess Bank is is controlled through the uh, Russia? Why was people so willing to let Trump get cheated on an election knowing that it was bogus? Why did people want Trump out so bad? It was time for him to go because he, he wasn't became playing a liability. He wasn't playing ball with who? Let me just put it this way. He thought he was with white people. Listen, you have to understand you're going back to mind cops, right? Hitler's right. book, the Aryan superiority. Uh, well, you know, most like I said, most white people were living in caves until the Romans came and got them out. Back then, that was two thousand years ago. But you understand, they believed that there was a 
you understand. Trump believes that I, I, I was telling this one guy that knew him called me. He said, what you said is very true. How do you know? I, I just can't, you know, this is after Charlottesville and all this other stuff, right? And I said, just ask, ask, ask him uh, who built the pyramids. And in my comp, they said the white people built pyramids. When, you know, you have a photograph or, or what do you call the, the, the paintings on the wall? I forgot what they call them. Hieroglyphics or whatever. Yeah, talks about how, how it talks about shows you the pharaoh and the uh, building master or the, the architect right. showing showing the plans to the to the pyramid to the pharaoh and pharaoh is brown and and the building master the architect is a a, a, a very dark black man. It shows you it shows you right there, right? Right. How who was building the pyramids? Right, right, and so, but in my comp, it says a white people built the pyramids, and they came from the east, and so they have that myth that that these Russians are are, but you understand, being being in Russia and certain people, they they let them to believe it, right. <laughs> and they used them. They used them to change the world. And also, let me just put it this way, Tony. They said it was going to be bloody, but it became the best thing that ever happened for Black America. America, anyway, is. To is for Trump to have one. Explain that. This is where this is where I want to get an explanation for people, including myself. Why okay. did Trump need to win and why did he need to lose? He won because the white supremacists that McConnell and all of them they thought this was their time. They got so much hatred in their eyes when you look at them, too. Just like well, the Dobrin picture. I mean, eyes, they're very unhappy people. They're very unhappy people. Hillary has that same look in her eye, that just that pure, like you're not human. What, like, what, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? What Bill and all of them were? They were what? They worship in the devil domain. Simple okay. as that. Okay, then why was it time for and, Trump to go? Why was they, it time for Trump to go? It was time for him to go because they couldn't control it anymore. Couldn't control what? Well, that's why they had the insurrection. They were hoping that they would be able to control, but you have to understand one thing. They, white supremacists thought they could control germs, right? Now, I told you previously before, when they anytime you're dealing with germ warfare or biological or chemical weapons. Right, you can't control they, it. You can't. There's can't too many environmental things that, that, that can switch things around. I, I got yeah, that. Yeah, it's too many variables. Okay. Right. That, that right. is mainly something of, from God. Okay. And you can't control God. How can, I, how, can I, how can I explain this to you? That I, I, I've learned throughout my life. 
is that when you make plans to hurt other people, God laughs hysterically because your plans are not going to work. So why was it time for Trump to go? I still want to know why was it time because for because Trump it, to go? because and but they but they had a plan to take their billion dollars and leave too. But they but other countries shut them down that they thought were friendly to them, like Russia. They thought they thought the Russian Jews were like the Jews that they deal here in America. <laughs> I die always laughing at it. You know what I'm saying? I said right. I said, yeah, yeah, okay, you're smart. You're okay, yeah, you're smarter than Russian and Russian Russian Jew in Russia. Yeah, you're very smart. Yeah, you know they 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 agree on those things. Not agree, but you understand. Let me just put it this way: when you go, when you ever go, I have a friend that goes to see some of the people, the top people in Saint Petersburg at Gazprom, right? And he goes up there and says, well. You gotta remember the Americans Trump and them, they thought they were smarter than a Russian Jew in, in Russia. And they all in Russians usually are very reserved people and don't laugh. Let you know what happens up there at the headquarters? The secretaries, everybody starts laughing. So because they they consider Americans total fucking ignorant bastards. Okay. Who is Joe Biden? Why is Joe Biden in there now? What is what is what is the agenda for Joe Biden? Why Joe Biden, do they want Joe, Joe Biden in? And because Kamala he, because he had to. Well, she controls a lot of that, but she had to have him there to bring some type of peace and order because the rest of the world's ready to light us up, brother. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. And they did light half a million people, didn't they? Right. And economically, they, they destroyed this country, right? Correct. And on, on top of that, they exposed this country for what it is. Nobody wants to deal with a fucking racist country, especially a racist country that, that, that uh, gets down on the... Okay. Would a Chinese want to deal with somebody and you put your foot on the Chinese or, or Japanese would want to deal with a, uh, and where you and you, you lock up Japanese American families? Come on. So Joe Biden's in there to be a peacemaker. Right. But Kamala and Harris top, is actually the real person. And on top, and She's on making the decisions. Uh, he picked her late in the game. All of a sudden she became his vice president. Yeah. That means somebody else picked her and it wasn't right. him. Yeah, of course. What did I tell you? She's Asian, right? Right. Oh, checkmate. She is not black. I wouldn't even indicate that. No, no, no. No, the Asians, she's still, still, you have to understand, Indian means black, black in Indian. Okay? Indian means black. Always remember that. She is a black person. All right? Simple as that. She is a black person. And her father is a Jamaican. But still, Kamala Harris was put in there late in the game. 
So there's an agenda, and it wasn't Joe. Joe Biden was their face, but Kamala Harris is the one who's truly the power. This is what I am watching because Joe Dement, uh, Joe Biden seems like. He sometimes is not always with it. I'm not here to make a medical well, diagnosis. I mean, he's 77. He doesn't listen, do he's 77 years old. And he and he doesn't have he has a stutter, right? And you have to understand he he's not all he's he's a great person, okay? He's a great person, but Joe had had certain things in which many white people here in this country. Otherwise, all right, he loved my mother very much right okay she was an educated black person but he would not have the same feeling for a person like yourself a self-made black person you understand what i'm saying no i don't let's expound upon that oh well i'm just saying no i want to hear it because i kind of know what you're saying but i want you to say it out loud okay well he kamala harris wouldn't speak to me if i start the storm i say how you doing she wouldn't speak to me Yes, she that, that's my opinion. She's a politician. She's a politician. She has to speak to people. Has to speak to people. You understand? But like I said to you previously before, they it's a different feeling with Joe Biden. You understand? But now Joe has been evolved. Let me just put it this way. Yeah. All these all these white people had evolved because of who? Of George Bush. See? Because why did they evolve? Because George Bush brought the best of our black community in and showed these people in government and stuff that black people can handle these situations, these, these positions. Clinton didn't do it. He's supposed to be so good for black people. He didn't do it, did he? No, uh, neither, neither did Obama. Uh, you understand what I'm just trying to say to you? I've been feeling that way, but I needed you to say it. I didn't want to say it. I wanted you to say it. They didn't, as I said again, the Republican Party, the Republican Party, which my family grew up and was part of 150 years, okay? The Republican Party always stood for one thing. It stood for always have the best of people in it. Okay? Right. Now they became the now, right to print in yeah, a Democrat. But, but wait a minute, wait a minute. You, have to, you have to understand the Republican Party became that way because they started accepting people just because they had a fucking wad of money in their pocket. That's the way the not, world Not isn't because it? they were educated. Just like this one guy who... Uh, uh, invented the universal weightlifting set, right? I met him one time. He he lives in a rest home in Orlando, Florida. And I said, you used to have a 727 jet? I mean, you used to have... He said, yeah, but I never thought of educating my kids. And you look at all the families like Cats and all the, you know, Cats Deli and... and, and uh, in New York, you know, near Wall Street, all his kids, that Jewish guy made sure all, every one of his kids are either lawyers or doctors. I think the girl is a doctor, right? And accountants. And every single one of them come and work at that deli. This is the same way 
you have of Chinese people. Chinese people will come back like into uh, Shanghai and work that same place where their father sent them and now they are like doctors and lawyers and you understand, professional people. But they still come to help out once a week or whatever to help their father that that store. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I see. Is- I see. I see it nowadays because I have some friends, and they have some really, really high up jobs, and they're yeah. Chinese, but they still come back to a little small mom and pop store and help. They get help, out there. And they them. wait tables, and they want to wait them. And they're very respectful. Very respectful to their to their parents, like they humble themselves, even though they're so much higher professionally than their parents. They still wait the tables. They still be quiet. Whatever parents say, their eyes indicate humbleness. They don't have that disrespect that Americans do. So that's that's what that's what that's what the Jamaicans are. That's what the the my family is. That's the way. Uh, uh, and that's the kind of black people that George H. W. Bush wanted. You understand? Otherwise, as Bush Singer would say to me, I picked you because you are a free man. He said that directly to me. And I didn't know I did not understand that until thirty years later, Tony. So the right, so the Al Sharptons, the Jesse Jackson. I told you that was a corrupt. That was a corrupt people. And let me just say one thing: Bernie Sanders said it so right. He said, "I just can't get along with you people in these churches because you sold the black people out." There was a saying that I wish I could say it, but you probably gonna know. I think Marcus Marcus Garvey said it. He said, if you let the master feed you, clothe you, and put you in a house, you will never be a free man. That's what Marx he was, he was referring Malcolm X said the same thing. Bro. He was he was referring to the welfare system. He said, if your master feeds you, he clothes you. He said, he and he let him take care of you. He said, You'll never be a free man. Never. Never. But when when we had black people that actually were free, especially that uh, black woman was the first uh, woman that was a millionaire that lived in Tulsa. Tulsa, I forgot her name, but she was uh, the first one, you know, first woman in America that uh, was a self-made millionaire, not inherited or anything like that, and and they killed her. So White what you think about Doctor? Hey, what about Doctor CB? Now that we brought up the kill, what's going on with Doctor CB? The reason I brought him up because fifty uh, activists—no, fifty people—I'm just how to say this. I want to say this correctly. Fifty people in the same month mysteriously died, who were all working with Doctor CB through different different avenues. They all were killed the same because they were going against Big Pharma. And saying that big pharma medicines wasn't necessary, and they had natural ways to cure cancer and different things. Fifty of them got killed in a month, and nobody even heard about it. Of course, it. they buried it. Listen, listen. There's, there's, there, there. Listen, as my look, 
as my uncle told me about smallpox uh, vaccination. Right. An African slave saved Boston and General George Washington's army because he knew how to immunize. And also Dr. Livingston, if you remember, you have heard of right. Dr. Livingston? Yes, of course, yes. When he came to the Nairobi tribe of, uh, uh, I forgot the, the tribe, what they called him in, in Kenya. Uh, well, anyway, uh, they were very in medication. The the whites couldn't come to the to the semi semi I forgot the name of the tribe, but they wouldn't let them come in contact until the the black people drank the uh, of the cow guts. Then the white people, and then that's where uh, Livingston learned how to solve measles and things such as that by learning from the African tribe, Maasai tribe. You understand? This is one reason why many Africans throughout the world were able to survive because we knew the diseases of the white man and how to treat ourselves. So Again. what's going on? Ocasio-Cortez, what's your spin on her? She's a smart young lady got a degree, a law degree, but she had to work at a, as a bartender. Right. We all know that and story. She, and, she, and she is basically trying to do right. And which she's... I, I myself, I always look at uh, AC, AOC, I think, I think that's what they call her. I always look at her as a Bernie Sanders. From years from now. You understand? I look at her as a senator representing, I hope, uh, Massachusetts or someplace like that, right? One day. But you understand, she's going she's gonna to be fighting for the betterment of all Americans in this piece. It's amazing. My family's always fought hard for the potential of America but not for what America was actually and really I think that America is on the cups of becoming what it should become okay and where where are you getting that spin from so I because, think that right because, now because that everything, everything so much that they tried to decrease is falling apart in their in their hands. Everything that they they considered that is was was changing or threatening to them. Let me just put it this way. Basically, what the people are scared here in America. I'm talking about the people at the top or white people that you know bankers or whatever, right? The one percenter supposedly. Yeah. Well, you know. That's what they what they what they're scared of? I think it's a little bit more refined than one percenters. Yeah, the well, elite. 
well, you know, their cousins are millionaires too, you know, got businesses that they, you know, even though they don't have any degrees, just like I was telling you about the guy with the universal, the banks, banks take, take away, they take, they take everything away from them in the end. You know, the banks do, the American banks. And that's how this, <laughs> that's how the system is set up. You got to remember that. Because if you, if you, if your kids are not educated or whatever or anything, they'll take everything away from you. They don't get knowledge, knowledge is power, is where I was trying to wind us to. And yes. they done yes. this, they thought they, they, that's why I was talking about me, it wasn't about me per se. I actually knew how to educate myself as willing to go to the work. But nowadays, people have to accept this thing. Whatever somebody says is that, that way, they don't go no farther than what their teacher tells them. They don't, like, my teachers, my professors used to get angry with me initially because it's like, you're questioning what's always been. But later on, say two years later, the professors will come up to me and say, Tony, you really open my eyes up. I really see things differently now. I never saw it from that angle before. And I'm thinking that... Well, you understand. Tony, Tony, you got to remember one thing. A good professor always learns from his students. Really? A good professor. Look, just like uh, that guy that was in the wheelchair and things such as that, the professor, you know, uh, I forgot, you know, the, the, the physicist or the mathematician, right? A good... They always say that at, at major universities throughout the world. A good professor always learns from his students because the student has a, another perspective on, 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 on the problem, another angle. Right. I'm going to let you, I'm gonna let you uh, hear my uh, show I did with the professor. He was, a, he was the editor of the largest newspaper in the world out of China. Three million people a day. He sat down with Colin Powell, Condoleezza Rice. In the middle of our interview, where I'm going with this, this statement, he says something. And then I started talking to him. He said, how did you know that about me? He said, you know more about me than I know about myself. I said, I'm a journalist. You taught me to do a research. He looked at dumbfounded like, wow. you telling me more stuff about myself that I didn't even know. And that's, right. I think, is what oh, nobody's um, doing. Tony, They're not questioning people. They're just accepting. They're not questioning what's going on. They're right. accepting it. So, They're not looking for answers. They take hey, the Tony, answers given to them. It doesn't even make sense most of the time. You can tell that it's a brainwash. Hey, Tony, I, I'm, Tony, I, I, I got to cut you, cut you off right here and now. But I, I'm glad I have spoken with you, and I hope your audience really sinks in what I just said. We definitely will. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I've been on the phone for over two hours here. I, I just can't believe I just go talk for well, two hours. I have a lot. Time's up for now, and we hope you guys were intrigued by Chris Noble's commentary about where our world has evolved to. Thank you to Fred Hampton Jr. of the Black Panther Party Cubs, to Johnny Ray Priester for his song Illinois Stand, and to Tony Jackson, your host. There will be more talks with Christopher Noble as he delves deeper into the truth as he learned it from being in the counterintelligence. See you soon.